Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Expanse Season 4, Episode 10, it's called Chibola Burn, or Kibola Burn, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce that first word. Uh, I'd have gone with Kibola, but Kibola? I mean, I could be completely wrong. I don't know, my instinct said to go with a chiss sound, but I mean, I could be completely wrong. Uh, so, this is uh, the finale of the season, and uh, I laughed because Connor put us on a tangent last episode for a long time about not seeing any of the characters on the planet for the entire finale, and it was completely redundant within three seconds of footage uh, of, of this oh, episode. I agree. Within like even half a second, you saw the aspect ratio, I went, well, never mind that. Yeah, yeah, that was all at the window. Um, yeah. And it did have a lot more of a, a neat conclusion. I mean, there is a cliffhanger. There is definitely a cliffhanger moment, but a lot of the plot lines do neatly, like all the planet stuff, especially. Like you know, we get a lot of like proper epilogue stuff there, where we're leaving and where you know characters get all these final moments that they're all really enjoyable for the most part. So, uh, really strong stuff. Um, the plan works. Uh, these ships can all all their fusion reactors start spinning again. Um, all the tech on the planet is dormant and is turned off. Uh, there's, you know, some stuff where, like, <laughs> Holden has to make Amos promise that he won't kill Murtry <laughs> when he goes looking for a signal. Uh, yeah, Amos is in a pretty bad shape. Oh, he's in really bad shape. He's missing some fingers. And uh, it completely escaped me that they had full-on proper limb regrowing tech. <laughs> so we yeah. see Amos growing new fingers in the medbay. <laughs> we haven't seen this before, right? We might have done it. I mean, it's been... I mean. When we were talking about last episode, I thought, well, maybe they'll just regrow it. And then I didn't actually say that because I thought, that's stupid. They haven't shown that. It's been so long since season three, though. Never mind season two and one. I, I'm not willing to. Yeah, no, I'm with you. State editing. Uh, it doesn't feel far fetched in the context of the show, though. Oh, so, no, not at all. Uh, especially when uh, Murtry wakes up and Alex says you're a prisoner and he locks out. The, the rest of that scene is just Amos staring at him with like daggers in his eyes. Just like, yeah, you even try to move. <laughs> I'll stab you with my half-formed finger bones. <laughs> oh, I would have loved to see that. Uh, if I, I'll just mention it here since it's tied into this directly. The one more scene we really get of Amos in this episode. We get maybe the best look in his face that we've ever had uh, on the show. He goes in to talk to Murtry. Murtry's all healed up. He's all healed up. And uh, he's like, well, I didn't want to beat you up when you were, you know, half injured. That wouldn't have been as fun. And Murtry, Murtry stands up being all big. He's like, oh, we're going to fight then. And he's like, well, you made me shoot Chandra and I liked her. And almost as if he's offended by that statement, Murtry punches Amos. But the look at Amos's face, he just smiles, the blood, like, soaking his teeth, turns around with this look in his eyes. Murtry looks petrified and he says, thank you. <laughs> it's yeah, just... it's like that—that that was permission to hit him back. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> it's like he, he, it's like now he can say he didn't start it. Yep. Uh, so I've, I've got a feeling Murtry's going to have to go through a few medical uh, resuscitations. Well, not resuscitations, but you know, like he'll have to go back in the chair to like fix some bones and limbs yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the way back to Earth. That's, 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 that's my take on it. Probably. Oh dear. Uh, you know, holding. Uh, obviously a couple of different things with him obviously with Naomi uh, he kind of like ah well you know like sh she's upset that uh, Lucia will just you know she'll be have this example made of her despite the fact that she didn't really intend to hurt anyone and Holden quite rightly points out that I mean intentions aside people did die because of what she did I mean that's that is something yeah. uh, and 
Naomi kind of points out that, you know, she also was complicit in something once upon a time and she was able to reinvent herself and kind of like, you know, seek redemption and do something else and, you know, help in other ways. Uh, and Holden sort of just poses the idea that, well, it's a shame she flew into space then, wasn't it, and died. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just sort of smell each other and it's a sweet moment uh, for what it is. Uh, okay, you stay on the planet. She's going to study everything. Uh, and... Uh, I don't think she's going to be a main character going forward. It wouldn't surprise me though if she pops up from time to time with findings that might be relevant to what's going on. Possibly. I suspect it'll be more along just uh, the occasional vid message. Yeah, that's a um, bad guess as well. I don't see us spending a lot of time on this planet ever again. Oh, as, as the audience, sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is cool. Uh, she did mention though that when she was like hooked into the thing, because op- the opening shot of the episode is her you know, going through it screaming essentially well with the, yeah. all, all the pressure that this is putting on her and she talks about uh, feeling the spaces in between things and how there's a presence coming and holden agrees that that's what he felt every time he went through the gates uh so we can only assume at least at this point that this presence is the opposing force that destroyed the makers yeah and the question is is it aware you know like how they mm. can feel the presence of it can it feel them yeah, and that, I mean, we said this last episode, but this is setting up some wonderful stuff for the future. Uh, mm. For everything this episode does, because uh, I mean, honestly, the Earth and Mars stuff, uh, and even the belt, you know, the belt stuff with with Ashford, all of that stuff is really setting up some really cool plots uh, for next season and beyond. Uh, and a lot of that does tease some really cool, interesting things. Um, you know, just one last thing, holding up before we leave him, uh, he has this kind of like sweet moment where they're getting rid ra- of the last proto molecule. And uh, he says, oh, my last words to Miller were shit. <laughs> I'm not really happy with them. We thought they were all right in context. We're fine. But uh, she, and Naomi's like, oh, would you want to tell me what you would have said if you had a chance? And he doesn't do it. But then when she leaves, he kind of just talks to the proto-molecule. It <laughs> uh, basically says that if we have a chance of surviving what comes next, it's because of you. So, you know, mm. rest in peace. Uh, I like it. And they fire the proto-molecule into the sun. And even though it's not Miller's you know, ashes or body or anything like that. It still has that feeling of this is this is his send off. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it really does feel like that, and oh, it works well enough. That's a good moment. That's a good moment. And of course, Holden sends a message back to Earth. Uh, and while it's good news for the most part, Avasaral is pissed because it helps go <laughs> everything he says about how oh the planet's safe now. Uh, <laughs> like there's Come so on much. Out. Have fun. Yeah, uh, and Gao does win, and we see her making her, her victory speech and. The bigger thing here, though, is that uh, Avasarala, uh, her husband, is kind of like distancing himself from her. Needs to be on his own. Needs, to, you know, because she wants him to come to, to to the moon for this concession speech or whatever it is. And he says, "I should go on your own." Uh, so, uh, and it seems like I mean, I wasn't sure if she still went or not. The, the message she leaves go kind of implied she didn't. That felt like that was uh, the you know instead of I'll send her this message. I'm not sure actually, because the no. message she leaves is like, "Hey." When you get into into business, like tomorrow, mm. right? When you sit down at the desk, you're gonna see yeah, this maybe. Yeah. business message. It's uh, it's kind of like you know when when governments like you know the, the the treasury will leave a note for the next person in when the when the government changes. As kind of they they always leave like a bit of a joke note, um, kind of like that. That's a really good message. It was uh, you know, I still agree with what you think is happening or what you think the best path forward is, but I hope I'm wrong. That was kind of the gist of the message. Uh, yeah. so take this seriously don't be consumed by its power and even i never wanted this job but as once i had it the thought of losing it was terrifying so uh, it was kind of her acknowledging some of her own 
you know, problems this season, her own kind of... Yeah, pretty much summing up her entire arc of the season. Yeah. And of course she gets a message from Bobby. Uh, so we'll switch over to Bobby because this ties in nicely to this. Mm. And I love that this kind of comes back, uh, this idea that they're they going to work together because obviously she made the offer earlier in the season, but it feels like, okay, now Bobby has a purpose again. And Avasarala, because it's funny because Avasarala says, Bobby, your timing sucks. But part of me is thinking, actually, the timing's kind of perfect. You, you, you're free now. <laughs> you've, you've got time in your hands. You're, you're not restrained by whatever you have to, you know, your appearance wise. Yeah, because if you remember before she became the, the general secretary, she was doing a lot of things behind the scenes. There was a lot of shadow tactics going on. Mm. And I feel like she's more open to doing that again because she's not the one in charge. She's not the one at the face of everything. Possibly. I think maybe she's too high profile now to get away with that. Maybe. She's definitely helping Bobby, though. There's far too much interesting stuff here to... Oh, definitely, yeah. They're, they're definitely you know, meeting up probably quite early next season. Yeah. Um. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're already together by the time... Uh, yeah, I mean, that could happen. Next season know, starts. I really question it. So... Basically, Bobby's worried about this deal, this this easy money deal. Uh, looks into it, gets suspicious. The guy, you know, the 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 other military dude who kept giving them the codes, ends up dead, and it looks like a setup. So she goes to try and intervene and catches you know people try to you know m- you know ambush them, and two of them go down. And it is worth mentioning that she has kind of a heart to heart with the blonde, who. Uh, She's a bit more eye with, and she kind of like turns back and kind of like tells the story of how the guy died. Because remember, there was like a murder on the docks like way yeah. back. It's kind of what spiraled into all of this. Yeah, and she says that that was never an intentional kill. The guy got physical. She defended herself, and he tumbled down the stairs and died. It was never an intentional murder. Uh, so it kind of makes her possibly sympathetic. And it's certainly by the time everything ends, it feels like yeah, she's you know maybe an ally that will pop up at some point uh, mm-hmm. when the occasion calls for it but a uh, really cool scene here when Bobby busts in though there's a, there's a great little one-er here uh, where she's in a bit of a gunfight and ends up around the corner she's going after the people who have just taken these things and this this group of belters have left an explosive which actually brings down this giant crane in the uh, you know the decommissioning you know dock yeah. Uh, really cool stuff uh, feels very visceral it's, it's great to see Bobby kind of in action again and you know the blonde's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I need to be able to flee. I'm going to go to series, series. And Bobby's like, uh, no, I'm not. But I'm not going to do it alone. Yeah, I, I got my own plan. Uh, yeah. And you kind of knew that she was probably going to, she was probably talking about Vassarala. Like, well, it, it was it was 50-50 of a Vassarala or she was going to go and hook up with the Rossi crew. True, true. Yeah, that's possible. I think Vassarala made more sense given the offer earlier in the season, though. It was oh, like, it did. But it, it yeah. did cross my mind as that was also a possibility. I mean, you know, it didn't take long to get your answer, but... Yeah, of course. So, yeah, so I actually really like how all of the stuff with Bobby, and, and to an extent, uh, the Belter stuff, has has led to, okay, there's outright corruption on Mars, and they're aligning themselves with the Belters, or at least the Belters are taking advantage of the corruption. And I, I think the latter, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the reason, we, the reason why I say that is because is the first one's a possibility is because the Martian that's on the you know, Ashford ship that they're kind of like torturing yeah. for info his final moments before he dies does kind of like the way he says something kind of implied that he did have a belief in what was happening he said oh Marzi's dream is actually well and alive are you going to see what the new shape of it is or something like that he says like um, whether that's in line with what Marco's doing or if that's separate and Marco's still just taking advantage of them which is very possible uh, yeah, I think it's a combination. I think, you know, the, the Mars dream being alive is less about Mars now and more just, you know, a planet in general to have their mm. own that's ready 
uh, well, you know, that, that's livable, which has always been their goal. It's always been the Martian dream. Um, I think, you know, they think they're using the belters, and but, you know, uh, also, I think a lot of them are just, there, there are some who believe like this, and there are others who just want the money. And the uh, belters are, you know, I feel like they're using them. And again, Ashford here shows repeatedly in this episode that he is a, you know, a changed man. He is someone who wants to find peace. He tries to talk this into the Martian. He tries to talk this into his crew who just want to kill him. It says, no, yeah. think about his his family, people who not only will you hurt, but they might want revenge. You're just going to create a circle of more violence, potentially. And, you know, think about the larger picture. Uh, and of course, eventually, the guy, I actually really liked how the, the, the pliers were left in the room and he kind of like blew at them so they'd bounce off the wall and come back to him. That was a really yeah, nice little... Yeah, that was a, a great little visual thing. Yeah. Uh, so he kills one of the, one of the belters uh, on the ship and the other belter like kills him for it. So Ash was just sort of sitting there going, oh my God, I'm trying to keep things peaceful and there's just carnage around me. And Joe, you know what's funny is I had this thought actually last, well, last episode because it wasn't, it was the one before, but... Uh, when Ashford was going off on this mission and Drummer didn't go with him, I, f- I felt like it was dangerous. I felt like this mm. was being treated as if he can go and do this and there's no risk. And and as this that episode went, makes sense. Yeah, and this as this episode went on, I started to feel that like Ashford might be might be the big death uh, for the finale. And yeah, it became kind of when it became them actually storming the ship i'm like oh god i feel like he's going to think he has the upper hand but marco's going to you know and this will really sell marco as a villain because it's someone we like getting killed uh and every time he's going through a room it's like is this it you, you yeah. never you you're, you're kind of waiting for it and not quite sure when it's coming though i will say all the entrance stuff was great uh ashford did get to look like a badass on his way in he had that oh, shot where go- he, he backed in and shot yeah, the two yeah, guys yeah. yeah as he went past them that was fantastic and for the record, I still love the whole, like, uh, whenever someone dies on a spaceship in this show, like, their mag books keep them standing up. But because yeah. of the lack of the gravity, they just kind of float there, but still attached to the ground. <laughs> like, I love it. It's just yeah. a and it still visual. felt like Ashford here, where he sent the other guy in first. Yes. Uh, and actually, I really liked how, at one point, after the opening part of it, there's one point where one the one guy goes in first, he gets shot, and Ashford actually kind of like sneaks up behind him and just sort of peeks out and shoots the other guy. And like, yeah. It was a really nice little tactical moment. And what I loved about this is when eventually someone gets the drop on him, uh, we already teased in this episode. No, we already knew that Marco and uh, Naomi had a son, but I did like that this episode reminded us of this in a scene because Naomi like, looks at the, the news or whatever and sees, oh, wanted Marco, oh shit. And this makes a call, send a message to Fred Johnson saying, hey, I need to ask a favour, I need to find Philip before his father gets him killed. And I think there's something really sad about the first time we see him, that not only is he completely indoctrinated, he helps kill Ashford. So it's like, okay, obviously we want Naomi to try and save her son, but we kind of hate him now. <laughs> He's kind of yeah. deeply in that, that was, you know. It's also one of those things where I don't think I'd, we knew the exact age of his son. So for some sure. reason I was imagining like a little bit younger, like, I don't know, early teens at most for whatever reason uh early teens yeah i think he's late teens yeah he's, he's yeah, probably he, just he looks like he's 17 to 19 yeah that but range. i was thinking more like 12 13 um i don't know but it makes sense if marco and her sort of did this when they were like you know that age themselves you know given oh, absolutely yeah. Yeah, i'm not questioning the the logistics of it just in my head it's because it's always referred to as oh her kid right because because so whatever I, i'm thinking younger because whenever but, they were talking about them doing their stuff uh it was always like when they were kids so it always sounded like they were teenagers when they were doing oh yeah, stuff yeah themselves. i don't disagree with that uh, I'm, I'm not again i'm not questioning yeah. it just for whatever reason in my head 
he was younger, even though there's no reason why he should be. And I like that we knew before he said that, and they cast this this kid really well because yeah. he immediately looked like Naomi. It was like, oh, he looks like he's Naomi's son, like it's just right away. And there's obviously a great symmetry and book ending here where they've got Ashford in the airlock, and it's very similar to when Marco was in the airlock earlier in the season. And Marco says, hey, "You're going to try and talk your way out of this." And he's like, "What's the point in wasting my last few seconds?" And you know, and Ashford's fine. Uh, you know, he, I mean, I'm not going to say that he's not scared, but he's at least not showing that he's scared. He's ta- he's accepting this with somewhat grace. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it's it's interesting that it is the complete opposite of Marco. They say you know that was mm. all he did was talk, and you know he did eventually talk his way out of it. Hell, if you look at just the difference in the characters, we've talked about how Ashford has grown and he wants peace, and even accepting his death here is an example of that. Even at his end, mm. they're so different to each other, and even as as he dies, like you know, we get some bagpipes for him, which made it feel like a really kind of like a death of honor, and like yeah, like a hero just went out and like it but, definitely did. Yeah. And of course, like he he did get his you know his recorder thing going, and we see that the message was sent. So that has to play a role, you know, when we come back next oh, yeah. season. It, it does such a a, a long close-up on it that's like you know waiting for it to send and it's like mm. is it going to send in time or not um and it does and you're know, like okay that's that's coming back big time yes um well it was enough to prevent what's about to happen is another case because i think it's really interesting that this actually ends the episode the entire like siege in the ship and then what uh marco's you know crew does next is the ending of the episode that, which is mm. quite ballsy you know because they've not had that much screen time this season but but enough to sort of build them up as this threat to build Marco up as this big bad and you know we we heard earlier in the episode that they, they they'd been at an asteroid field and they'd maybe taken an asteroid and Ashford even said they're probably going to throw an asteroid at something that the, the ship's designed to do that and uh, this is apparently something that's happened to some of the belter places in the past uh, in the past when there's been terrorism to try and like sort of take control of the belt it's been directed there so he kind of leaps to the, the assumption that that's where they're going to throw it. And what I love about this is that we bring back the stealth Martian technology, which which was taken earlier in the season, and this has been like essentially painted. There's like drones painting it on the asteroid, yeah. and it's like okay, so this is like a stealth asteroid now, which is pretty severe, right? <laughs> yeah. And we find out the end of the episode is that they're launching at Earth, and we end in a cliffhanger of it's on its way to Earth, and. The Martian stealth is really hard to like get past. Like the even the best that's been like established since near the start of the show. Yeah, so good. Everything's so well like founded. Can, can Gao even survive? You know, a, a month in office. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like, where does this hit exactly? And uh, I don't think it's as big enough to cause like an extinction level event or that. I don't think it's that big. But like, if this hits in the middle of a city, this oh, is going to yeah. this is going to cause some serious shit. Um, and this is like this is like the most absurd version of terrorism you can think of. Like this is, I mean, I mean, is this bigger than like just launching a nuke somewhere? It may be. I don't know. Um, in terms of sheer devastation, uh, maybe, maybe not. I think. Um, I think what's different is is the. You know, with with a nuke strike, there's an expectation of oh, there's going to be this retaliation, and it's this you know mutually assured destruction, whereas. This this won't have that. Oh sure, I'm just talking about the blast itself and the. Yeah, uh, depends on the size of the asteroid, I guess. Depends on the size of the nuke. I mean, the nuke that was on uh, New Terra was <laughs> pretty big. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty I mean, freaking big. To be fair, I'm assuming it wasn't quite that big. Yes. <laughs> that we're discussing here. Yeah. Um, so, do, do, 
it was the message enough of a warning because it's worth mentioning that it was never stated that it was earth was the target like you know uh, ashford whilst the recording was was going he you know, he mentioned the stations and mark said no nah, that'd be pointless like that'd just be belters I'm, I'm hurting but he never actually says it's going to be earth you know he implies that it's the biggest thing they've ever done he implies that the goals are lofty or that ashford can't even imagine it but he never says earth so is it enough to give them a warning yeah and will they assume it's mars because of you know it's stealthed with martian tech or will they actually think this was belters or, or without this message would they have done yeah is he trying to reignite a war given that ashford's ship was probably reporting back its findings up until this point they probably you know at least the belt and the you know all the various stations probably know that you know marco had a ship that had asteroids like there's probably enough yeah. information to like connect it to him rather than you know say nah it may have been mars like i, I feel like especially given that the, again that the bomb on mars and that station like was treated as a terror attack you know we see it all over the news as bobby and yeah, yeah that's true yeah so like there's even like a, a link to say hey they're clearly stealing tech and buying tech like you know yeah yeah so um but i am fast i actually you know i think this is genuinely a really interesting ending uh and an interesting cliffhanger because you know we said how the ending of the last episode was so big and obviously there's follow-up but just not in terms of what it does and what it means for the larger sci-fi stuff but, okay it was like we have this moment it fixes the planet stuff and we can get off the planet and everything's fine in that sense but obviously there's this larger implication of the this you know these ancient aliens or whatever coming and that's kind of put aside for now yeah, but what I like about this is this is a cliffhanger that completely focuses on the human threat uh, and how dangerous that is and how both sides are really bad. <laughs> and oh, yeah. This is clearly more imminent uh, than the, okay. the other stuff. Yeah, I really like how different it is from the end of last season as well. Because um, mm. last season was like, oh, holy shit, right? Yeah. And this is, you know, it doesn't have that moment, nowhere near. But it's it's like oh my god you know like what is this going to do what are the implications of all this in its own right and it's it's still fascinating. Yeah, so you know like how, how does Naomi feel that her son helped potentially cause a genocidal, you know, catastrophe like that, that is the yeah. level we're talking about here if this asteroid hits. Uh, I, I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. So huge stuff. Huge huge stuff. Um, I wonder if they aim the asteroid to hit like a certain because I assume you could show. I assume they do, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming they they, they figure out how fast it's going to go and they can work it, you know, thrust it. I mean, on the one hand, you could like if it's the capital and maybe it takes out go immediately. Maybe the fact that we know they're going to the moon is like a, I'll get out to say why they all survive because we all know they're going to the moon for this thing, like because they set that up. They set that up that they're all going to the moon for a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what would happen if Gal was killed in this immediately? Would, <laughs> would Vassarol have to step back in? Now, that's possible. I don't think it's going to happen that way, though, because I feel like I want to see how Gao deals with this. I want oh, to I see that, know. you know? I want to see how she, like, immediately, like, oh, shit, there's this giant disaster. Um, and we have this this threat. Because um, there's always the potential that, despite the fact that Marco was clearly trying to split everyone up and make sure everyone's hating each other, there's always a chance that he could inadvertently make everyone unified against him. Uh, there's all common enemy is, yeah. yeah. The, there's always that chance. Things in history that brings people together. Uh, so no, I'm actually I say for Bobby and Vassarel working together to expose the corruption and what's going on under the under the surface. I'm excited for uh dealing with Marco, which I assume the Rasu crew will be more directly involved with next season. Now that this catastrophe happens and Naomi's got a personal connection to it, I think it's really interesting. With them heading kind of back, uh, mm. we can kind of get them working for a Vassarala again, but, you know, 
more off books to you know if we could have bobby with them as yeah, well possibly yeah like um there's kind of no reason why not at this stage uh it depends what they're doing and it makes me wonder how much actual you know alien stuff there's going to be uh, next season i assume it's going to be there in some capacity uh it could be this thing where for a while it feels like though it's not going to be involved and then out of nowhere something happens that interrupts what's going on and i can honestly see it being like nothing till the very end of the season and that's like mm. the season ending but the truth is is i'm as much as i'm excited for like more of this stuff about these warring aliens from you know eons ago i'm actually really excited about all this stuff with marco and all the politics stuff no that, that's that's the thing it's it's really exciting just on a conceptual level right it's like, oh my god it's all this stuff that what, what on earth are they going to do what are they going to surprise us with but if they don't do anything with it for you know an entire season i'm fine with that it's a testament to the show that they've built two completely different sides of the uh the show the story that are both intensely interesting and, and fascinating oh, yeah. that i i don't mind one taking the back seat for extended periods of time mm. so uh in that case it's, it's, in that sense it's been a wonderful season for world building um it's probably not been the most exciting season like i think season three probably still ranks as highest pure, for pure adrenaline and wow factor and all that stuff i agree i think this was a remarkably consistent season it was a very good season of setting big things up, even if the payoff yeah. wasn't necessarily in this season itself. Yeah. But I think outside of like the last two episodes, which I think you could argue are the, the highlight, mm. um, before that, I don't think there's any episode I could say, this episode is better or worse than this one. Um, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd probably put these last two the, as you know one and two, and then everything else I would really struggle to, to separate. Yeah. Uh, it definitely feels like a very contained story and I'm really excited about more and you know apparently they're already shooting season 5 uh, uh, a couple of weeks a couple of episodes ago when I mentioned uh, there was a set photo um, apparently that set photo was from season 5 so my well, that makes sense given yeah. that that, 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 that that didn't happen it didn't happen season. yeah uh, so I didn't realise they were shooting I knew it had been renewed for ages you know it's been months since it's been renewed but I didn't realise they were shooting already so which honestly, good chance it'll be the year before you know, rather than the longer. Amazon are sh- surprisingly good at that. They are. Um, it, part of it is because they tend to renew their shows a little bit early compared to like Netflix and the other streaming services. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you say that, but like Netflix, like like The Witcher, for example, renewed for season two before season one aired started <laughs> shooting before season one aired and they're still saying it's going to be 2021 before you see it and that's only eight episodes a season yeah i don't know what they're doing um <laughs> so i mean that said though i'm okay with the show being a little bit over a year per season because that was kind of what it was doing before that said it's less episodes than it was in sci-fi it's only 10 episodes a season now so it's maybe a bit more realistic to expect that they can do it in a year it's possible uh if we get it in a year great if not eh yeah, if it's I'll be fe- happy when it gets to. If it's the following February or March, whatever, no big deal. A couple of months extra is not a big. I think you know, a couple of years ago, that really not bothered us, but we we felt it. We felt those extra couple of months gap. Yeah, but now every show does it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I'm kind of just used to it. I'm like, eh, we're it, we're it, on a. Ultimately, if that's what it takes to maintain the quality, then yes, I don't want to sacrifice that. Sure. Right. I think yeah, like now I'm used to a 15 to 18 month schedule, like that cycle instead of. Yeah, every every year. Hell, um, it's it's two years between movie sequels usually. So yeah, I mean, and, the, the, and they're probably like two and a half, three hours tops. Usually. Yeah. So the fact that we could even pump out a good like ten episode season of a TV show every eighteen months is kind of spectacular. So, uh, yeah. 
yes i'm all i'm all for it so yeah expand season four really really good um the show is not disappointed and I, I i have not even felt the transition to amazon i mean you could argue maybe the aspect ratio thing would have been allowed on sci-fi but other than that i have felt nothing maybe more f-bombs but like yeah maybe and honestly i don't know sci-fi might have allowed them they may have done yeah they may have done like, i felt like they were pretty hands-off with the show anyway like you know I mean, we, we, we shit on sci-fi for cancelling it but they were pretty good to them for for the three seasons that were there in terms of what was in the the episodes. Uh, it's, 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 I mean, I think what really has made the, the transition smooth is that it's the same production company, it's the same people making it, everything's the same. It's just the distributor and where the money's coming from that's changed. Yeah. Like that's... Honestly, the, the the most jarring thing was Avasarala's husband. Sure, yeah, but that may have happened anyway just because... It, it might well yeah. have done, yeah. Because our previous husband only had a few scenes, it wasn't like a big role, and I think the, the bumping it to this major of a role is probably what meant, hey, we probably should have you know <laughs> cast that differently uh yeah, back maybe. when we back when could we started been, could have been a scheduling thing maybe the other guy's busy who knows could, could be could be uh so there you go uh that is the season four finale of the expanse uh so hopefully season five is here sooner rather than later uh because uh, i love this show and it's, it's it's one of my favorite shows right now and it's it's you know, I, I think season three actually season three get best of the year last year as in 2018, I might have done because there was no Mr. Robot. Yeah, I think it may have done. I think I may. I think we may have given Alphabetical Soul. Maybe. I think we gave Expanse season three yeah, number one, and uh, we've not done a top ten of 2018 yet. Uh, that's coming very soon. Yeah, I might have to redo mine because since the, you know when when I made that list, thinking okay, we're going to be doing it sort of soon, mm. we were maybe three or four episodes into this, and I didn't feel like I'd seen enough to go right. This deserves even in consideration yet. Now, I'm gonna have to, yeah. yeah, see. Okay, does this need to be on this list? You can slot it in and bump whatever ten was off. <laughs> you don't know what ten is. Maybe ten, maybe ten is like something that I really don't want to sacrifice. Well, it's it's either better than your number ten or it isn't. It's that I, simple. I know, I know, but that's the dilemma. I spent hours trying to decide, and this now is, I'm gonna think about it all again. It's not that complex. It's either better than number ten or it isn't. And if it's better than number ten, well, is it better than number nine? And you make that choice again. You just keep going until you run out of yeses. <laughs> the logic is 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 simple but effective. Anyway. Uh, let us know what you think of the season and the finale in the comments below. Like and subscribe. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fudge for channel updates. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can, of course, uh, you know, share the show out. You can rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us five stars. It helps us a lot. People find us that way because uh, we'll be recommended out and things like that. Uh, you can support us financially over at patreon.com slash TV, and you can do that for as little as $1 per month and get some bonuses for your troubles. So go and have a look and see if you're interested in that and help keep all the content coming. Uh, otherwise, that is that is us. Uh, I should probably promote a couple of other TV show reviews that we're probably going to be doing soon, or are already doing. Uh, we're working through Lost in Space over in Netflix right now, season two, uh, which is oddly got some similar plot beats to The Expanse this year, uh, but um, very different, of course, very family-orientated. Uh, uh, certainly no F-bombs in that show, but... No, but fun. Uh, fun, fun, perfectly fun for what it is. It's definitely not Expanse, but... Uh, yeah. 
it is enjoyable uh, i will say coming up soon of course from netflix we do have lock and key uh from amazon we'll be trying out hunters in february uh there's a new hbo show soon called the outsider based on a stephen king book which we'll be we'll be trying uh so all these things uh so we have two tv feeds we have the almost cancelled tv reviews feed which is, the, which is this one if you're listening to this on the audio podcast and then the other one's the almost cancelled netflix reviews feed uh, for all the netflix shows specifically so there's two re- tv review feeds uh and make sure you have a look at either one but anyway that is us so thank you once again for watching and listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla <laughs>